Welcome to the Money, Sex, Business and Awakening podcast. I'm Alex Harvey and I'm a money and personal empowerment coach. My podcast is here to support you to create your financial prosperity, do your purpose work in the world and self-actualize. I am here to share with you what I've learned over the past 10 years that I think every woman should know about accessing your deep power through your sexual life force energy and relationship to money because it's truly mind-blowing and only taboo to keep you small. I blend together the latest in neuroscience and practical strategies, as well as teachings and principles from ancient traditions such as Tantra, Taoism, and alchemy. Thank you so much for joining me, and I can't wait to see you in the show. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast and to this podcast episode, where I'm going to share with you five of the top business blocks or self-sabotaging patterns that I see in my one-to-one clients, in people that I work with in group programs, and just from having conversations with people when I talk to them about business, these are the top things that I see that really holds people back. And I would say especially women, not because Other people that are not women wouldn't experience it, but just I work with a lot of women. I have a lot of women in my community and the context of growing up as a male versus female in our culture does actually create a nuance. Like the the context of what you see, the your place in the world um, does also impact us. So so some of the things I go through are just particularly strong for women. That's what I find. All right, so let's get straight into them. The first block, self-sabotage pattern that I see is people thinking or feeling that they're not ready yet. I'm not ready to do that. You know, there might be, it might be putting out, you know, your first offer in your business, or it might be a new offering, something that's taking something to the next level, or that's teaching or coaching um, people to do what you do, or teaching or coaching around something you have already created and it's your first time doing it, a lot of the time there is this, I'm not ready or like, am I ready to run this thing? Will Do I know enough? Am I capable enough? Have I done enough? Am I experienced enough? Will people see me as an expert? Am I ready? And, you know, This can seem like a really valid question, and it is a valid question to a degree, but it really often goes over into self-sabotage pattern and not no longer in the relevance of the question and into feeling like, well, I'm I'm not ready to do it because of your egoic fears, doubts, and insecurities that come up. So a way that you can actually test the relevance of this question for you or the truth of this question for you is to actually ask, why Why would I not be ready? Why am I not ready? Right? And you will see from those answers whether this is coming from ego um, and therefore, you know, you're just holding yourself back because of fear or whether this is coming from the truth and whether you can see, oh, I'm 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 not ready or it's not the right timing because if I'm just in the truth of it, you know, X, Y, Z, right? So this actually recently came up in a one-to-one coaching session I had with a client who we had 
the we had visioned up this offering for her well, you know it had come from her and we'd both tuned in we'd got it strongly for a few months we had been planning when she was going to do it and it has come time for for that offering to be put out there and she came to the session and she said i just I'm not sure if I'm ready. Like, I don't know if I'm ready to do this thing. And again, that that question has validity when you're in the truth of the question. But then I just asked her, well, why wouldn't you be ready yet? What's, what's not ready about it? Or what would you need to be ready? And she gave me these answers about why she didn't think she was ready yet that actually had no relevance to her offering You know, it was interesting once she actually pinpointed, well, what is it? What do I feel like is not ready about me? Oh, it's that I would need more of this. So there was these specific things of like, I I need to be further ahead in this and more of this, which actually had nothing to do with the offering. Like it had nothing to do with what she was helping people with in the offering. She was just this idea of needing more success in a capacity that was not related to how she was actually helping people. So that's that's a good question to to well when you have that question when you have that experience of I don't feel ready, I'm not ready, ask yourself why and see what comes out because that's going to that's going to tell you a lot about the truth of where that's coming from because really what we want to get to is what is the truth? Is it the truth for you to run this offering? Like is that true for you to do now? Or, you know, is it perhaps actually not the right timing? And also what you'll typically find is if it's the truth that it's not the right timing right now, there's usually not really a charge behind it. it, And and there's almost, it's not per se a feeling of not being ready. It's just like, no, here I can just, I can see the truth of how this isn't the right timing right now versus I'm not ready. And having a bit more charge around it or fear around it can often indicate that it is coming from, you know, your ego feeling unsafe or having a bit of a freak out, right? So that's number one. Is there anywhere right now, like, yes, this is a good question I want to ask you. Is there anywhere right now that you're feeling like you're just not ready for something? And you might actually need to take a moment to think about it. So so what I want you to do first is actually think of your your bigger vision or your next steps or where you want your business to be, say in six months time or 12 months time or even two years time. Think about that and think about the things that you've unconsciously already sidelined as I'm not ready for them. They're not ready yet. And then I want you to tr- just challenge that and challenge Am I really not ready for all of those things? Is there actually some of those things or one of those things that I could do right now? Because sometimes all it takes is actually considering that, actually, you know, challenging an unconscious assumption you've already made that you just don't even realize because you actually haven't even consciously thought about it. Now, you might have things that you're wanting to create right now that you have consciously thought about and you have you are consciously holding yourself back from and you know like, oh, I keep putting this off. I, I keep feeling like I'm not ready. But there's actually also going to be things that you see in your future that you just actually haven't considered. Maybe I could do this now. 
Maybe there, there's no reason for me not to do this now. And that actually happened to me the fir- with my first online course that I ran was that I had been seeing that oh, in the future, maybe in a year, there's all these other things I need to do first, or I want to build more traction and momentum first. And I had just created these conditions in my ego that needed to be in place before I ran my online course. And I caught up with a friend up in Byron. I was visiting Byron and I think we must've been talking about business plans. And I said that I had this intention to run a course and I perce- I also perceived this person to be, um, well, and they were <laughs> uh, further ahead in business than me. And Um, and a very, you know, very strong integrity person around having, having the experience, like just being truthful and having the experience that you should have in order to, you know, offer what you offer kind of thing. And this person just said to me, well, why don't you run it now? And I, you know, I gave all my reasons. Oh, well, these are the reasons I'm not going to run it now. I'm going to run it in the future. Um, but I went away from that conversation. I was like, yeah, why don't I run it now? I could run it now. What, how, would, how would I do it if I run it now? And that's when I decided to do the beta round that I privately invited people to and I did make it paid, but I made it a reduced price. And I just, I just went and did it. I was like, right, this is going to happen. Like I actually am going to do it now. I can. And it just took someone challenging that or questioning me on why that was something I was going to do in a year's time to realize actually I, can't, I, I could do that now. I, you know, it's, it's this arbitrary feeling of not, I'm not ready. And so the last thing I want to add to the I'm not ready story is just that you're usually not going to feel ready. Like whenever you're doing something new, you're usually not going to feel ready for it unless it, it really is kind of a momentum continuation of something, in which case it, you know, you, you might feel ready. Um, but for those big, scary things, because you haven't done it before, it's always going to have that level of unknown. And I'm just trying to see how can I convey this in words? Cause it's this very clear thing in my mind of how, when you haven't done something before, you haven't had the experience, embodied experience of it in your nervous system then it's like, of course, you don't know if you're ready for it because you haven't experienced it to be able to say with certainty that you're ready for it. So I think, I think that did come out clearly. So that is the I'm not ready. That's one of the, one of the big ones I see come up. Number two, business blocks and self-sabotage patterns that I see is fear of delivering on the offer. Okay. So this might sound a bit similar to fear of not being ready, but it's different. And weirdly, I don't feel like I ever really see people talk about this and therefore you can be kind of blindsided by it, but it's definitely a thing. And it's a big thing is a fear on then actually having to deliver. So you might know that oh, there's things that you'd love to offer, things that you um, that you do offer, but you're not marketing. So th- there's a kind of two, like two segments of things that you could have going on. 
offerings that you're just not creating and putting out there that you'd know you'd love to. And then um, offerings that you do have that you just don't market and sell, right? So what's the block? What's the resistance there? Well, one, one thing that can be going on is the fear of actually having to deliver on the offer. So it's easy sometimes to hide out in the idea and I would love to do this. And then there's just all these reasons why it hasn't happened yet. Or maybe you don't have any good reasons why it hasn't happened yet or why you haven't been creating it yet. And so then you're frustrated, you, you're you stuck procrastinating. But sometimes the block is actually the fear of delivering and the fear that maybe it won't be any good and no one will like it or you're not capable. So they're all fears that can come up around the actual delivering of the product. The other thing could be, and this is something that I had an experience of recently that I learned a lot from actually, was if if there's anything about your offering, any anything about it, that you actually don't want to do, like you, you, you've put it in there because you thought you had to, or you've structured it that way because you thought you had to, but you actually don't want to do that. And that creates a resistance to selling it and to having people buy it because there's a, there's a part of you that's actually not on board, that's not in the alignment of the delivery of the thing that you want to sell. So you could look at, you know, is there, if I'm just really honest, is there anything I don't want to do about this thing that I've already created or I would love to create? And I just haven't put that out there yet. And do I have, like, if I'm really honest about it, do I have any fears or doubts about whether this is actually going to be as amazing as when I imagine it and visualize it, is there any doubts and fears about whether it's actually going to be like that good or whether I'm actually going to be able to follow through and be capable if it's, if anyone's going to get any value from it. So looking at is, is there anything there that's creating resistance, that's creating a block to you following through, uh, and you know, selling that offering or creating that offering. So that's number two. Number three is shiny object syndrome. Okay, so this is something that I see all the time, all the time. Like I just want to make a sweeping statement that at least 90% of people that have businesses or are getting started with their business and figuring everything out have shiny object syndrome. Now you might not necessarily identify as having shiny object syndrome, but I'm going to guess that you do have some version of it. You just might not see it exactly that way. So shiny object syndrome, this, um, this is, I guess, more like a sabotage pattern is when you are working on something, you've had an idea, you've committed to that idea, and then you change your mind. Or then you see something else and you're like, oh, that's what I need to do. And you start doing that and forget about the last thing you were doing. Or like, oh, that's the thing that I'm missing. Um, 
And so you start doing this other thing rather than following through on what you were going to do. And oftentimes you literally forget about the thing you were working on. So say, for example, you might've decided that you are going to uh, like consistently do content marketing on Instagram or reach out to people that you'd love to collaborate with, right? And then you see someone else talking about or you have a conversation with someone and they're like, oh, have you heard about having your own Facebook group? It's like, oh my God, here's all these people that had all this success with having a Facebook group and here's here's what's happening with my Facebook group. And so you're like, oh my God, I need you a Facebook group. So you go and create a Facebook group. You start adding people to your Facebook group and then you hear someone talking about doing regular live webinars or getting on people's podcasts and you're like, oh, that's what I need. And they're like, here's all the success I've had with it. And you're like, oh, that's the thing that I'm missing because, you know, it, I'm tapping into other people's audiences or something. And so you go after that and you forget that you were even going to do consistent outreach on Instagram or content on Instagram by the time, you know, you get onto the the second, third, fourth, fifth thing, and you keep switching. And so each one of those things actually never generates momentum because you keep switching. So it could be in your marketing, but it could also be in your offers and what you're offering and you just keep switching it. Um, Or the way that you're going, you know, you might've had a focus if you've got a product-based business on direct sales from your website. And then you just switch to wholesale sales. And then someone tells you about selling on Amazon. So you're like, okay, I'm going to put everything into selling on Amazon. And then someone tells you about selling on Etsy. And then you just go, okay, I'm going to put everything into selling on Etsy. And none of those things actually ever really get going and get their own momentum because you just switch too, uh, too quickly from one to the other. So part of the problem is things don't get my momentum, but the deeper problem uh, is usually, well, it can be a couple of things, but one of the things can be that it gets uncomfortable once you've been um, following through on one thing. Once you actually get into the nitty gritty of it, there's all this discomfort around the unknown. Is it going to work? What happens if it doesn't work? And so then it's easier. It, there's So there's this creative tension that's starting to build and then it's easier to just go, oh, this other thing and get like, I don't know if it's a dopamine high, but I think it feels a bit like that, a dopamine high of, oh, wow, fantasizing about how that other thing could work out and then going for that. And then the tension starts to build. You're starting to put energy into it, but then you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know. like, Or I'm not getting much feedback from it yet because I'm in just those first few step phases of it. And so then you just your mind will just find something else and be like, oh yes, that's going to be the answer. And you feel better because you're just in that excitement of that early phase and not sitting with the tension that really sets in once you start taking that action and you don't know if it's going to work. You don't know um, if it's, if it's you or if it's the strategy and you don't really want to find out, right? So you jump to the next thing, shiny object syndrome. 
And it can often leave you feeling burnt out, feeling like nothing works, feeling like a failure. Um, and it just basically what it does, it just dilutes your focus. So there's so much power to committing something to something and seeing it all the way through, even if it doesn't actually work out the way that you wanted it to, just the potency in actually having followed through the momentum that you can generate from that, even if it didn't create the end result you wanted, it creates a momentum that you actually kept your focus, you followed through, you learned something from it, and then you can apply what you actually learned from seeing it the entire way through rather than jumping from one thing to another. There's just there's just so many reasons to do this follow through. It also creates more momentum for you in your subconscious because you know that you're following through on things that you say you're going to and you you are a more powerful manifester or creator in your life when your own subconscious knows that you follow through. Whether the thing you followed through on, you know, got you an amazing result or not. It actually just grows your power and your potency. So that's another block people experience, shiny object syndrome and, you know, developing your focus, developing your ability to commit, maybe, you know, actually getting a structure in your life that supports you to do that is going to be very, very powerful. So the fourth block sabotaging pattern, oh, that I see. Wow. Yes. Um, oh, it's so good. So good. Uh, is fear of burning bridges by going all in. So I actually, I definitely had this for a period of time, not initially when I first set out to start a coaching business because I had blind faith, but then when that didn't go the way I expected it to, and I was considering re-entering corporate or studying again, I definitely developed this fear of burning bridges and fear of going all in. And I have consistently seen this in others now as well. So what this is, is not actually wanting to go to the, for the fullness of your message and the fullness of what you offer, because you're worried that it might not work out and you might have to go back to something. Maybe it's back to a corporate job or, you know, a job in general. And you, so, so you want to play it safe. Um, so that it, so that it's fine if that does happen. So that's not, you know, really embarrassing or you haven't burned your bridges to doing that. So people experience this a lot with their LinkedIn profiles wanting to like, how can I keep my LinkedIn profile really neutral in case I need work again? Or how can I just be, you know, it's just this real energetic thing of like how you show up on Instagram or whatever social media platforms you use of just diluting your message and diluting yourself for that fear. And it's real and it's big. And I've just been working with a one-to-one client who we've just uncovered that this has been a huge block for her actually going all in. And as I said, this was a big block for me going all in. And you need to go all in. And it's not just because 
of the content, like that content is going to be more magnetic. It is, but it's just, that is affecting you on every level, not going all in. Just energetically, you're actually not in alignment with the business you're trying to create. There's a huge part of you holding back your energy from that business. And that comes out in just every way that you interact with your business. So I invite you to consider for yourself right now, is there a way that I'm holding back because of the bridges that I fear it's going to burn? Is there a way that I'm holding back because I'm afraid this isn't going to work out and I'll need to go back to something and I'm afraid that if I go all in, I will sabotage that safety net. That's what it's really about because it's also like it's not a bad thing if you uh, if you get other work or, or do kind of use that bridge again to supplement your income or support you in some other way as you build your business. But when we hold just an assumption that oh, I can't go back if I be my full self and I express my full self or I can't, you know, that will no longer be there then you put yourself in a real bind because honestly, your business is only going to flourish when you can fully own it, when you fully own your essence and what you're delivering and what you're sharing. So, you know, I feel like this one can take a bit of a journey, uh, a journey of like just really letting go of those layers that do hold you back from being your full self. But a really great way to start is just to identify if slash that you're doing it and identify what are the things you're you're holding on to and afraid will happen if you just go full in for your truth and what you love. So that was number four, the fear of burning bridges by going all in. And, you know, just to mention with this, this doesn't actually just have to be bridges in other work. That is a way that I do see this one consistently come up and it is the way that I've experienced it, but it could also be bridges with family or with friends and feeling like if I go all in, it's going to somehow destroy that relationship or what if I need support at some point and those people won't be there for me because I've gone for this thing. So that's, that's another one to consider. Now, the final block slash self-sabotage pattern that I want to go through in this episode is letting yourself be distracted by problems, using problems or external circumstances or people needing you, other people having problems as a reason to not go for your truth and not have your energy and focus on what you are creating in your business. So this is another thing that I've just uh, been working through with a client, actually a couple of clients recently, but also other people uh, tell me about this and identify it. I I think I had a call with someone last week who they identified this for themselves and they just fully owned up to it <laughs> that they do this, right? That something something in your life happens and you then put all your attention, energy and focus onto it and you're like, oh, well, I can't, you know, 
do this in my business or I'm just, I'm not going to be able to do my marketing or I'm just not going to be able to do that thing that I planned because now this other thing that's more important has come up and there's just nothing I can do about it. So it could be like a a significant um, family event or issue. It could be someone in your life that you um, think needs help or they might even tell you that they need help. And so suddenly their problem becomes everything, right? And suddenly like, oh, well, I've got to help them because nothing's more important than this. You know, a lot of women experience this with their children. Oh, well, I've got to help them because nothing is more important than that. Um, Or I got COVID or, you know, some, some health thing happened and like, well, I've just got to drop everything because this thing happened. And the way you know that this is a self-sabotage pattern is there's actually a sense of relief and satisfaction in it. It's like, oh, well, there's nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. When you actually could have responded totally differently, even when you do have big things come up that do actually require energy and focus, you can always keep energy and focus on what you're working on. And sometimes what we do is we amplify those things that crop up in our lives. We amplify them um, or we magnify them so that they are this worthy excuse of why we couldn't do what we wanted to do, right? I know that sounds weird, (laughs) but because there's a bigger part of you that's got the power right now, that's got more of the focus that doesn't want to do it, right? Obviously, if it's in your heart, you would love to do it, um, but then you've got this egoic relationship to it where your ego is just terrified of it and terrified of sharing it and terrified you might not be good enough and terrified you might not be worthy. So then, you know, when your partner breaks their ankle, it's like, oh, well, you know, of course that's more important than my business. I'm just going to, you know, help do everything for them for the next couple of weeks or what, however it manifests for you. But this one is basically letting, letting external events and experiences in your life take away your focus from following through on your actions for your business. That's in essence what this is and it's, you know, it can be very alluring because you can really convince yourself, well, this is more important rather than going, okay, well, this is an important thing to address, address, but also my business is really important and what I'm creating and sharing and offering is really important and I'm not going to let, even though I, you know, say it's a really big thing that happens, even though I don't see how I'm going to be able to follow through on my business things right now at the same time as this, I'm, I'm going to keep my focus there and I'm not going to drop it and what can I do and what is obvious and maybe there, you know, when you sit in that and you sit in the commitment to your business and your business vision as well, you, there will be things that become obvious. You will find ways that, yeah, I can do this. Or maybe I thought I needed to spend all this time on something, but I don't. And I can just do something in 30 minutes. That's going to do the job for now. Right. So you can still stay committed to it. So just notice where you let yourself delay things and where you let yourself off the hook because something, because of something external that's happened in your life. And that is um, a really big common sabotage pattern that 
as I said, you can be really blindsided by because you've found really great ways of justifying it. They are my top five business blocks and self-sabotaging patterns that I wanted to go through. I really hope that it has been helpful for you, for me to go through them and that you've been able to just sit with them and, and, you know, maybe there were things that when I first said them, you did or didn't identify with, but then you can sit with it and go, is there a way that this is showing up in my life? Is there a way that I'm doing this? Is there a way that I'm creating extra resistance here that's having me kind of stay spinning my wheels and not being in the fullness of who I am and the fullness of what I wish to create, deliver and transmit in my business? That is my intention for you through this episode. Now, just before I sign off, I wanted to let you know about an offering that I am officially releasing. It's actually, I'm kind of officially releasing it tomorrow (laughs) from when this episode comes out. But if you're, so if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, you're the first to know. And this is my Queendom Alchemy Mastermind. So this is a high level support four month mastermind for a group of eight to 10 women who want to take their businesses to the next level. They are done spinning their wheels, trying to work it all out on their own, feeling stuck, feeling disheartened, maybe making forward momentum and then going backwards. And they're just ready to create the structures in their business that will enable them to scale to six figures and beyond. And so when I say structures, I mean the mindset structures. So really applying the alchemy to your business because that's where everything starts is the structures in your consciousness, in your mind, putting the power in your subconscious in what you would love. And then also the actual structures in their business. So their suite of offerings, how they market those offerings, all in alignment with their genius and their natural ability, their true nature. So not just, oh, this is the one way to do things when you're like, that makes me feel like shit when I do that or I hate it or it just is not my flow. Actually creating a structure that's going to powerfully work for you and create stability in your business. So you're not on a hamster wheel of constantly needing to bring in new sales or wondering when, you know, your next um, money is going to be coming in, but you actually create a structure of stability and even, even higher impact results for your clients. It's just win, 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 win on every level. So I'm going to be this. This mastermind is going to be kicking off on the 1st of June. You can find all the information about it on the information page on my website, which I'm also going to link in the show notes here. There is a very short application process just because numbers are very limited and it's you know, and it's, they're limited because it's a very high level support program. You get one-to-one support from me through the program. Uh, so you just need to fill in a couple of questions and book in a call with me. If you are interested, even if you're not quite sure if it's right for you, you can book in that call and we will be able to discuss where you're at, what's up for you at the moment, where you want to get to and whether the mastermind would be a good fit for supporting you. So I just wanted to let you know about that. It is a first in first served basis. So it will be available until all the spots are gone. So if you are interested 
head over to the website, you know, as soon as is practical for you, because you might be driving or doing something right now. As soon as is practical, go check that out and do get your application in ASAP, ASAP if you are interested. All right. I'm sending you so much love. If you did enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend that you think would also benefit or with your community. If you think that they would benefit from this episode, and I will see you in the next episode. Lots of love.